Welcome to the Tuesday Review. I'm Nathan. I'm James. And I'm Callum. And tonight we're joined by a very special guest friend of the show, Raf. How are you going, Raf? Good, Nathan. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, and tonight we're talking pretty much all things Disney almost. Yeah. So we've been talking a lot about the Disney Plus streaming service that they're bringing out. But because Disney made a deal with Stan to release all their content here in Australia, which allegedly expires in October. Yeah, but we didn't know that, and we didn't we didn't think because of all the rights issues, and Australia yeah. never gets anything. We didn't think we were going to get it here, so we were really surprised. Nineteenth of November. Yeah, and the end of November, they're releasing Disney Plus in Australia. Eight ninety nine a month. Yeah, or ninety dollars for a year. Pretty good. Not bad. Cheaper than Netflix. And 4K HDR comes standard, not as a paid extra. Yeah, there's not like a standard package. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Still not as cheap as Amazon Prime. True. But I mean... You can't get Deathstalker on Disney+. Plus. That's true. I was going to say the quality of content isn't (laughs) as good, but then I forgot Deathstalker, so... (laughs) Deathstalker 2... Equals all the Stranger Things <laughs> and, and all the Disney cartoons. It's a legitimately good movie, but anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, I mean, because Australia, you know, there's all the rights issues and all the, uh, you know, copyright issues and all that. So, there are some things we probably won't get. But other than that, like, it's Disney Plus is rolling out here. What that means for the Stan relationship, we don't know. It can still be salvaged. Yeah. We... Because I was I was thinking, like, why would Stan make a short-term deal just, I guess, they could get a few more subscribers for their Disney content, but then once all that Disney content's gone, there's going to be a huge exodus of subscribers from Stan who don't want to be subscribed anymore. All right, taking this picture as a whole, yeah. in America, it's Disney Plus and Hulu operate together to target different audiences. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping will happen here with Disney Plus yeah. sort of targeting the kids and the sort of family-friendly market and maybe Stan taking the Hulu yeah. role of because, like servicing the sort of mature yeah. and adult market. Because we don't get Hulu here in Australia. Not, le- not, not, legit- not legitimately. <laughs> um, but Disney now owns Hulu and they, they can release any kind of more adult-oriented content there. But if Disney Plus is their family-friendly stuff and that's what we're only getting here, maybe they can release... Yeah, they can use Stan as our version of Hulu and release the stuff that they would release on Hulu on Stan. That's all makes sense. But because Australia has this complex relationship with Foxtel, some stuff might in Australia still be owned by Foxtel to be shown. Yes, but a lot of the shows they're pushing are going to be new shows. That's true too. So... Anything new, I'm sure they wouldn't... They wouldn't... It would. It shouldn't go anywhere near Fox. Yeah. Not yeah. if they have an existing relationship with Stan. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I guess huge news and exciting news. And there's a lot of stuff. Like, obviously, this we're in the age of the streaming wars. And obviously, every... We were just talking about on the last episode how, you know, every streaming service now has their big fantasy show, their big sci-fi show, and everyone's trying to outdo each other. And Disney, obviously, they own everything. They have Marvel, they have Star Wars. Like, they're going to... I don't want to say they're going to dominate, but it's very easy for them to come into this market. But I think the one thing you did say before is the rights issues might also hurt them a fair bit. Uh, Only in Australia. Only in Australia. In America, that's not an issue. But here... But even then, they... All their, all their Marvel and Star Wars stuff 
is going to come to Disney Plus even in Australia. So that's where people are going to that's where people are going to subscribe to the service. You know, one thing I think we're going to have issues with in Australia is The Simpsons. Because in America, yeah. 30 seasons of The Simpsons are coming to yeah. Disney Plus on launch. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure Foxtel basically owns The Simpsons exactly, here anyway. Yeah. But I mean, I guess that's we should talk about the content on Disney Plus because when it launches in... Uh, it launches November 12 in the States. We get it a week later. A little bit later here. But like when it launches, they're not going to have everything, but they're going to have so much stuff that... Like, everyone's going to subscribe. If you don't subscribe, you're going to be missing out on I mean, yeah. you can make so, an argument that even without all the originals coming, it's worth it in the beginning because you got all that other Disney that's, stuff. That's like what I was going to say. Existed so, movies in and- addition to all the original new stuff that's coming out, which we'll talk about, they've got, you know, all their Disney and Pixar <laughs> they, animated classics. Are they going to have the old cartoons or are they just going to forget they exist? <laughs> oh, no, they're, they're very adamant about them not existing. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Um, like, are they just going to be yeah. like, oh, no, well, we have the live remakes? No, yeah. Oh, you no, mean they have the, so many original. No, no, no. They have the classic yeah. cartoons, so, yeah, so maybe not the ones yeah. from like the third. No, not the third. Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm not, talking not about like stuff. I'm talking about like the original no, Lion no, no. King. Yeah, no, that like, stuff. Yeah, that stuff they'll have. They all seem the... to hate those movies. No, anything that makes them money, they love. Like they don't see. This is the thing. There's no love or hate. It's all about like what brand can we milk to death? You know, for money, Cat, which gets you know. the mouse the money. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so in addition to all the you know, Disney animated classics, the Pixar. You know, all the back catalogue of old Disney movies. You know, uh, The Simpsons, which we might not get here, but... Uh, we'll get, I reckon we'll get it eventually when contracts run out. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, stuff like Boy Meets World, Malcolm in the Middle, DuckTales, Kim Possible, you know, old Disney Channel shows. That's enough, I think, to get people to subscribe. Just out of nostalgia, I think, a lot of the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think the Lizzie McGuire show that's coming back on oh, Disney Plus, that's going to be amazing. Oh, you read my mind. That was the yeah. next item on my list. That's going to get me the most imp- straight away. The most important, the most important <coughs> new new original Disney Plus show is a sequel, Lizzie McGuire sequel so, series. So for those of us who weren't in the know about Lizzie McGuire... Oh, you missed out. Yeah, so can you give us a brief overview? It's basically just a, a coming-of-age teen comedy, like a young high school girl going about her life. And she has these uh, uh, little uh, daydreams about a cartoon version of herself who, you know, she's like the conscience or whatever. Right. You know, they go, oh, why did I do that? Why did I say that to that boy? You yeah, know, this yeah. is dumb. Um, and she has like an annoying little brother and a, and a nerdy dad. And Sounds you know, hardcore. And a hot mom as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but that's obviously the most important. And that's, for listeners, that's the next two hours of discussion will be about the Liz, Liz, Lizzie <laughs> oh, McGuire. No. <laughs> I tricked y'all. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's that. There's uh, Noel, which is a Christmas comedy uh, with Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader, which, you know, doesn't look great, but it's a smart thing. Dump that on your, I mean, on your new stream I mean, it watches need Christmas. Two, two big, you know, yeah, two big stars, Bill other cast members. Yeah. It looks like the best Christmas movie of 2003, but, you know, it, <laughs> it's a good... See, the... It's a good movie to dump on your streaming service to say, here's just a fun, light comedy with big name A-list stars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this will get people watching, you know? Like, ne- Netflix just dumps stuff like... Well, that's what I was about to say. Netflix dumps a ton of content, but they yeah. never really market it well. Can Disney... Oh. No, no, I mean, the sheer volume of content. Yeah, no, no, but D- Disney... Can Disney market their originals depends, better than but it depends, Netflix? It depends what if they're doing the same thing as Netflix, where they're just like... Because Netflix is very much of throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. 
is Disney going to do the same thing? I kind of hope so. Well, well I mean, they'll throw everything at the wall that's PG and see what yeah, sticks. Yeah, it's, it's all family-friendly yeah. stuff. Um, there's a new Muppets series That's coming. what I'm excited for. Yeah, I'm down for we'll that. We'll see how that goes. Um, the, the Lady and the Tramp live-action remake, <laughs> which, again, terrible. You know, it's going to be terrible, but... Good idea. Like, dump it on the streaming service. The biggest People celebrity dogs in the world. Yeah, it's like... Is it a companion piece to Cats? Oh, God. Have you watched the Cats uh, trailer? I forgot about yeah, Cats. That was scary. Cobras. Leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Oh, man. The tra- I haven't seen any trailers or anything. Oh, it looks like shit. But you know what I mean? Like, it's a safe, <laughs> boring... It's a, you, know, you know those... um. A dog's purpose? Yeah. You know those, like, crappy, like, for, for like, baby boomers who like pets, who like yeah. who like animals, I should say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you seen any of those movies? No, of course not. Okay. <laughs> what about Homeward Bound or whatever? Oh, that's a good, that's a good fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. That's a good movie. Yeah. But you know, you know those movies that have been coming out lately where it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. a dog does this. Can we at least get an Aristocats uh, live action movie? No. Is that, that Disney? Yeah, but that would, that would end up. Not live action. No, not live. Why? Yuck. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> no, no, Stop. No. Not live action. What maybe then you animated sequel, maybe, but not live action, please. 2D animated. Yeah, 2D animated. What was classic I, animated. What was I saying, Callum, before uh, you interrupted look, me? Chucking it on. It's a yeah. brilliant idea Lady to Lady and the Tramp. Brilliant idea. It's not as big as The Lion King or yeah. Aladdin or whatever. Like, they're not going to, you know, bring it out the, the the movies. So dump it on your streaming service. Everyone who's curious, everyone who likes dogs... Who likes those crappy dog movies? And who likes tramps? <laughs> and who likes tramps? <laughs> and who likes spaghetti? Like they'll they'll like it's a good thing. But to, that's a, that's a good marketing idea. Yeah, because they can like it's the next one in our new live action exactly. series, and you have not to coming go, to theaters. Yeah, you have to go and subscribe to our streaming service to see it. Um, there's a new Monsters Inc. show. Nice. Um, you What's know, that about? Do we know anything about that? Uh, I can't remember what it said. You know, just like a day at, day at work kind of. I'm down. Show yeah. Like an office, like like a documentary. Oh, like a- that would be good if it was like a documentary style. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would be good. Um, so yeah, a lot of stuff, <laughs> a lot of stuff coming to Disney Plus. Like I said before, even if they just had Marvel and Star Wars, people would subscribe. But because mm. they got all the other stuff, like you know, and that's what we're going to be talking about, all the Marvel stuff. So Callum, Moon Knight. Yeah, I- <laughs> have you, uh, Raphael? Have Raf? Sorry, have you read any of the Moon Knight comics? Um, briefly, yeah. I remember the Dracula comic one that he featured in. No, that, that's because you saw the meme. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You didn't read it. So that was altered, but it's hilarious. Yeah, you didn't read it, but yeah. The be- you guys call me out. The best thing, the best thing about Moon, the Moon Knight announcement <laughs> is all the memes that have been coming out. Yeah, so um, he's, a vi- he's we, yeah. fairly violent. We talked about this a while ago, I think, when we are talking about how the Netflix show- Marvel shows enabled creators to make adult-oriented, violent, kind of more mature-themed superhero shows. And Moon Knight would have been perfect yeah. for Netflix because he's a, like, violent, crazy... So, yeah. He's, he's basically Batman... Like, if Batman's crazy, Moon Knight's fucking nuts. Yeah, Moon Knight is mentally ill. Yeah, he's schizophrenic, Yeah, pretty much. So, the, the thing is, like, Moon Knight... The modern Moon Knight comics are a part of the Marvel Knights imprint. Yeah. So that's where all the violent the comics darker, are. The yeah. But the, the earlier Moon Knight comics, he wasn't as violent, but he was still weird. Yeah. 
And I, I'm assuming they're going to take the original interpretation. But even so, well, how are you going to safely yeah. turn that weirdness so, and that edginess over to a Disney streaming yeah. service? So because Disney Plus is all about the family-oriented stuff, but all their Marvel shows are on there, we're going to get basically... Now listen well, here, in, in buster. A, yeah. In, in, <laughs> in, see, in America, they have like TV... M and TV, they have like the rating system, TV 14, yeah. which is roughly the equivalent to PG 13, which is roughly like a softer M yeah. in Australia, you know? So we'll, we'll probably just get that. We'll, we'll get, you know, something that's a, maybe a bit more violent than the MCU movies, but not by much. Yeah. And no swearing, no nudity. Yeah. That's about it. Now, I'm sure Moon Knight, the show will be great. But it's a bit disappointing that this character can't be fully, you know, fully realized in his proper yeah. crazy self. Like it's it's too bonkers for Disney Plus. They have, yeah. you know, Netflix would have been perfect for it. But now, see, that's we were talking about how we hoped Hulu would take over some of the more violent interpretations. No, nah. probably won't happen. Yeah. So a bit disappointing, but. It's exciting. We'll see how I mean, they interpret him. The more shows that exist on this service, I mean, they're all technically in the MCU, aren't they? That's the other thing because, you know, when when they when they released their Phase Four lineup, these show like the these, shows were a the, part these of it. shows the the yeah the the shows we talked about like Falcon and Winter Soldier and One Division, like those were announced alongside the movies yeah. and tied into the movies, and you had yeah. to watch them all. These ones that we're going to talk about now, including Moon Knight, weren't announced at that time. So they might part be like, of Phase Four. They might be like optional. They might, yeah, they might, they might be standalone, optional, or they might just be coming later on, maybe in Phase Five. Okay, yeah, I don't know. But, as far but as the I fact know, that they exist that leaves yeah. the possibility that they could be but, part of. Yeah, the... I think they're not. Yeah, I think they're not going to be so separate that they're not. In the same universe, yeah. yeah, but they might not connect the same way that. Yeah, but there's there's a pathway for them to use them yeah. in yeah, future yeah. films. Yeah, yeah. So with like Daredevil from Netflix, is that going to be part of the same universe? No. As well? So all the Netflix Marvel shows have all been cancelled, and those characters, the rights have gone back to Disney, but Disney can't use those characters for like a year or for something, like a year or two. Oh, okay. Um, and then when they eventually do use those characters, they won't be the same ones from Netflix. They'll be different interpretations. Yeah, That's different really actors, confusing. different styles. Yeah. Back to Ben Affleck. <laughs> yes. Yuck. Ew. <laughs> I'd Ew. joke. I'd joke. Um, but Moon Knight, it's exciting. Like it'll be exciting either way. Keanu? Question mark. I would like that a lot. <laughs> I don't think he'll do it. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to sign on for a series, but. Because uh, he's got a lot on his plate, yeah. So, but like crazy Keanu. But, I don't know. They are, don't they ask pretty much Keanu for like every oh, movie? That's I know Kim Kim Feige, Feige, yeah, Ken yeah. Feige wants he wants him in. Yeah, I know they were trying to get him for Doctor Strange, and he didn't do it. I'm sure. I'm sure eventually he'll you know get something. But that, this Maybe will be Wolverine a good role. Something. Mm. That's he's too tall. He's too tall for. Okay, oh yeah, exactly. That's standing. That's standing DeVito. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. You know who I was thinking actually who could do a good Wolverine? Mm. Rob McElhenney? I forget no. how to say From Always Sunny. Yeah. No. You've seen him ripped. He's ripped, but no. Yes. Just stop. <laughs> no, man. He could do a just, good Wolverine. Just go away. No. Just stop no. it. 
you know, oh, just at this point, just get D to do it. I mean, you know, we don't need any birds in the room. Char- Charlie, get <laughs> Charlie Day can do I reckon it. Tom Hardy would make a good Wolverine. Yeah. So someone a while ago, someone said Taron Egerton. Mm, I don't know. Have to see what he looks like bulked up. Yeah, with mutton really. chops. Yeah. Um, She-Hulk. Excited for a big She-Hulk fan, big Fantastic Four fan. Will be interesting to see how they do this one. How are they going to keep it looking separate from Gamora? Well, this we were talking about. Uh, this, yeah, so we we're talking about this before we went live. In the comic books, She-Hulk is always a big green Hulk lady. Yeah. She's never. She's not like Bruce Banner, where he turns into the Hulk when he gets angry. She-Hulk is always green. Yeah, at least in the comics I've read, and yeah. I've read quite a few. Uh, yeah, from what I, yeah, from what I remember. So we were talking about like it'd be interesting in the series if she goes about her because she she's a lawyer. Yes. So yeah. it'd be like it'd be cool to see in the series if it's like her doing lawyer lawyery business things while she's as, green. Yeah, but no. then when someone pisses her off, she punches him through a wall or whatever. Yeah. So I was saying like making the comparison of like. A Jessica Jones light. Yeah. Kind of like, here's the adventures of this woman who gets treated differently because she's a superhero, and here's her trying to deal with that. And but, I was hoping that they would keep her always in her Hulk form, which she is in the comic so books. We don't know for sure, yeah. but from the articles I've read, the implication is that uh, she looks like a normal individual when she's not fighting crime, and yeah. then when she gets angry, she hulks out. Yeah, which is what we thought that would do to make it easier, probably. It also ma- it also makes it so they don't have to buff anyone up, uh, and they can just use CG for it. Yeah, maybe. I hope they don't. I hope they don't do that. Well, though. what are they going to do? Have someone else just paint like, her like green. a puff, a puff of magic, and then suddenly well, it's like they could, they could a do like a woman. Lou, they could do like a Lou Ferrigno thing. Yeah, like it's get, a different woman yeah, entirely. A, a, like a, a female bodybuilder <laughs> to play the role. That would be cool. I, look, I'd watch it. Oh man, that would be great. Um... But yeah, like I kind of like I I understand like the like it's probably easier to do it that way. But I feel like that's the boring, safe choice. Like well, it, it is be, on it is on the Disney be, streaming exactly. Service. But it'd be much more interesting if she was Hulk, like She Hulk, all the time. And you know that would that would just be the you know the comedy and drama would just be a lot better all the time. So it's interesting though, and it's exciting. Oh look, look, that's an in, that's a, that's a pathway to inserting the Fantastic Four into the into the MCU. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like the Fantastic Four are too big to. I mean, yeah, they wouldn't just use She-Hulk yeah. as as a way to get exactly. that in, but yeah. there is a connection there. Yeah, because she was a member of the Fantastic Four for a, but a little while. As we as we were saying, like these shows could be separate, but eventually they could be introduced. Yeah, you know, whereas the Netflix shows were completely separate. These are a little bit more tight. Together. Yeah, and it's like you would never see. Where well, yeah, all the rights that, are owned, you know. Yeah, yeah are, exactly. Are you see... never see those versions of the characters in the MCU, whereas these versions could appear in the MCU. Are we going to see crossovers between the shows, like team ups? Like there was a couple, like the defenders. Defenders, yeah. Maybe. Like maybe not quite to that scale, but are we going to see characters interact between the shows? Maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, because they have the movies and the shows, like they can cross over at any point, at any time, with with any character. You know, that, yeah, they have complete access. Yeah, exactly. Um, next show, Ms. there's a Ms. Marvel show being made. Not, not to be confused with Captain Marvel. No, yeah. no, different, different. I era. honestly don't have an opinion because I haven't actually yeah. read any of those comics at all. Apparently, yeah, apparently the new comics are, are really interesting. Yeah, it's about a Pakistani Muslim lady who fights <laughs> crime at night or something. Yeah. I'm not even, why are you laughing? Yeah, that's not funny. <laughs> it no, comes no, out of left field, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It's, not, yeah, it's, it's, it's a serious... It's, uh, when you say project. it out loud, it sounds aggressively diverse, 
But that's on purpose because yeah, no, they are trying exactly. to diversify their comic. Um, yeah. No, and that's it's interesting because that will set it apart from a lot of the other yeah, white, just like, you know, white bread shows. Let me put it this way, right? People were skeptical of uh, Miles Morales when he came out. He's the most popular Spider-Man in history now. That's true, too. And, we, but then, but then there's also a segment mm-hmm. where we'll say the right-leaning uh, portion... Had a problem, and I thought I thought Miles Morales was bisexual or gay for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Judas no, internet slander. That wasn't true. Yeah, no, we, wasn't found, true. we found that out relatively recently, and that's a sad thing. We're yeah. like, no, so anyway, my our a point lot of, is, yeah, a lot so of it's there, just noise. There might be yeah. some blowback to Miss Marvel being such a diverse from say oh, a, you, a shadier area of the uh, yeah, nah, I mean the internet, but I'm sure Disney's expecting that. Got to yeah. judge it by the merits of the show. Definitely, exactly, yeah. it could be a good show. Um, uh, I don't, I haven't read any comics. I'm kind of interested, but yeah. I've been reading the 80s Avengers comics for so long. Like, I started with 1960s. Yeah. And I'm up to January 1990 now. So, like... Wow. I'm trying to... You, went, you did the whole run through the 70s and 80s? Yeah, I skipped 20 issues because it got real boring. 20 is not that bad. Yeah, no. no. I've been slogging it. So, I can't stop and start reading Miss Marvel. You yeah, know, I've got to yeah, yeah. push through. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one I'm looking forward to the most, mm. actually, now. Yeah. WandaVision. Well, yeah. this this is my next note because yeah. everyone knows who's listening to the show. This is my like most hyped Marvel. No, I, I'm only really, I'm really I'm really hyped about it now because I've seen the poster. Yeah, so the poster is like a 1950s idyllic kind of uh, white picket fence nuclear family kind of home. That's so with, interesting. Yeah, with Vision and uh, Scarlet Witch like on the couch, like laughing, and like uh, she's wearing like a house dress, and he's got like a suit and tie. But the sh- their shadow on the wall, his is of the android vision, and hers has the original kind of uh, comic book, yeah. uh, her he- Scarlet Witch headdress. I get, I get um, sort of like slightly insane, mentally ill yeah, vibes from this that's, trailer. That's the thing is like the uh, from the poster, yeah. Like that's the thing is like we, I was speculating like, what's the show? Is it going to be a romance drama? Is it going to be like because you know uh, Elizabeth Olsen said the show is going to be weird, and you know we talked about the. Uh, alternate universes what are they called the multiverse you know which they're introducing as well so it's like is this scarlet witch coping with the death of vision by using her powers to create this world like uh, man i would love it if vision's not actually real and the whole show just takes place inside her head i actually hope the whole thing's real and it's just it's just weird for the sake of it can it be directed by david lidge and that as well (laughs) but like the thing is, like, Randall Park and Kat Dennings have joined the cast as their characters from previous Marvel movies. Kat Dennings was, like, this, the funny sidekick in the Thor mo- Jane Jane Foster's friend in the Thor movies. And uh, Randall Park was the cop who kept an eye on Ant-Man, you know, his house arrest. Man, these so are some obscure characters. So, yeah, yeah Randall, why are these specific yeah, characters exactly. in the show? Those characters are playing... Those actors are playing th- their previous Marvel characters in this WandaVision series, which looks like a 50s kind of sitcom. So, what? does it take place in the real world? Is it... And, and those characters are like... Come, you no, know... We're going to need more information. I know, but I'm... Really hot. Yeah, it I'm looks really good. Excited. It looks good. I think it's going to be really good. Also, while we're on the Marvel stuff, before we move on to more Disney Plus stuff, Black Panther 2 has been announced for May 6, 2022. So when we talked about That's the That's a MCU, while away. Yeah, which is good. Well, because when we talked about the MCU Phase 4 announcement, Black Panther 2 wasn't included. Have, has there been any information about directing or plot? Or oh, um, Ryan Coogler is returning as director. But May- other than that... Maybe... 
because it's set in twenty, because it's not uh, being released till twenty twenty two, maybe they can save some more money for the CGI budget. Well, yeah, hopefully <laughs> they don't have to rush that, and hopefully, hopefully, honestly, I don't feel good about Kugler returning. Look, Kugler is a fantastic director. It's just those those action scenes, those CGI, really let let the film down. What's, I also want a better. Funny, I also want a better script. Yeah, we don't know the script. No, but, I know, yeah. but I just hope it's but, a different script writer. Yeah, but like again, after after how many movies were in Phase Four? Five or six? Let's say six. After six movies, MCU is going to be so different. different. Yeah, we'll see how they. You know, we're going to see how they change that up. Also, in other MCU news, Kit Harrington of Game of Thrones fame has joined the Eternals as Black Knight. Very good. So he's the bad cool. guy, right? Is he the bad guy? I think he was a ba- he was a bad guy, and then he like became a good guy. Or, or see, there was the original Black Knight who was a bad guy, and then this is his like descendant who's a good guy. But that is in the Avengers Black Knight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I just saw Eternals, and I didn't even think of the Avengers Black Knight because the Avengers yeah. and the Eternals don't overlap like, all yeah. that often. The guy, like he has like a sword yeah, and, I know a, the dude. and a flying and the horse. Yeah, I know the dude. Yeah, yeah. that's so, awesome. Yeah, so that'll be cool. See him, um, how they're gonna um, introduce. <coughs> I introduce hope he's that. as dramatic as he's in the comics. Ham it up. Yeah. I want... Oh yeah, bathe in the river of ham. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's move on to the the. The next, oh, no. the next uh, big Disney Plus streaming show, The Mandalorian, doesn't look terrible. I mean, so the trailer looks cool. So there's been a trailer, right? Have you watched the trailer, Ref? I have not. No. Watch it on your phone. After what now? <laughs> yeah, put it on silent. Watch it now, just for the visuals. <laughs> like, if 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 the last twenty years of Star Wars didn't exist, I'd say, hey, it looks pretty good. But because I know. What has happened over the past 20 years, I'm not, like, not in, like, I'm going to watch it, but I'm not going to like it. Like, it's look, not going to be good. This is like, like I said to you when, our, when we were on our way here. Yeah. I only speak for myself. Mm. They don't make Star Wars for me anymore. No, we, we've that's talked not about say, this. That's not yeah. say, when I say me, I don't mean my gender or my age. Yeah. I mean the type of things that I like. Yeah. They're not tailoring Star Wars to me. No. Like the original Star Wars, as we've said before, there's like a, a fantasy, Western, yeah. sci-fi kind it's of a mixture. kind of swashbuckling yeah, adventure. romance adventure. Yeah. That's not Star Wars anymore. No. But like... So I look the, at this show yeah. and I'm like, yeah, it looks cool. I watch it, but I'm yeah. not really the demographic. The show, yeah, but the show has those kind of Western yeah. gunslinger Jump vibes. I'm down. I'm yeah. down. Like, but it's just like, because we know what's happened over the past 20 years, it's, just, it's tainted. Now, because it's episodic, it's like it has, the, it has the ability to, you know, develop the characters in the world over a period of time, which the new Star Wars movies have done so poorly, you know. If at all. <laughs> yeah, if at all. So, I mean, there's no excuse this time for not having well-developed story and characters because they have multiple episodes. Visually, it looks really nice. But at the end of the day, it's Disney Star Wars. It's a new Star Wars. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. We'll watch it and um, have a whinge on the show. Yeah. But, like, it's kind of a thing of, like... I, I've said this on the show before. It's a Boba Fett show without Boba Fett. It's clear that's what they want to do. But because it's set, like, five years after Return of the Jedi, and he's in this Disney new canonical version, he's dead, they had to reboot it with a, another guy. 
which is under, which is understandable in one one aspect because now it frees them up to do whatever they want. And they don't have to stick to any canon or whatever. Not that they care about canon anyway. But but on the other hand, it's kind of like you're just doing all the things that you would do in a Boba Fett. Could, show. They could have done a prequel show. Yeah, like have Boba Fett. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, but where are uh, you going to find era appropriate vehicles, James? <laughs> <laughs> You can buy them off the shelf. <laughs> actually, you can't. Actually, you, you, you can't. Like, like toy yeah. spinners. You can't. You can't anymore, really, because Disney. I mean, they do release sometimes the old ones, but anyway. Uh, moving uh, on, Obi Wan. If you, I was to do an episode about Star Wars toy collecting, that's when people would really, you know, stop out. listening yeah. to the show. You know, we we always say, oh, no one listens, and everyone's sick of our crap talking about Star Wars. But at that point, that's when people would really tune out or tune um, in. No, oh, yeah. no, that's true now. Obi Wan Kenobi gets his own TV show. Yeah, so Ewan McGregor confirmed returning as Obi Wan for a Disney Plus show. All the neckbeards in the world are rejoicing. I'll be back and in great, but- with greater numbers. <laughs> <laughs> is that the quote? Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is something I think I've talked about this on the show before. The prequels are objectively terrible. They're terrible as films. Not yeah. just just start, take the Star Wars out of it. Take yeah. my fanboyism and my bias out of it. They're bad movies. Ewan McGregor is objectively one of the best parts of those movies. He gives a good performance. He's a good young Obi Wan, and people have gravitated towards that. This this twenty twenty teen. What what do we call this time in, period in time? The teens. Yeah. yeah. So the last ten years of time, like this, this this meme, this meme period of time, like where all the memes, you know, yeah, yeah. the prequel memes. I love prequel memes; they're hilarious. But prequel memes started as a joke, like making yeah. fun of the prequels, making jokes, and it kind of evolved into the prequels are the best trilogy. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. you watch the, them and you identify when the memes happen, and you're yeah. just like, ah, and you're like, haha, yeah. And it's kind of like the the Obi Wan series. Is coming out of that. Look, the only it's... good prequel movie is the Chinese dub. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Backstroke, backstroke uh, of the, to West. the West. Yeah, yeah. That's um, the only good one. <laughs> I hope, I hope this Obi Wan show is just ten hours of your McGregor standing outside of like a hut in Tatooine, going, well, "It's getting hot today." We'll, we'll talk about that, but <laughs> l- 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 we'll talk about. It. Let me let me finish my point. But what was I saying? Yeah, like that that kind of. The peop- the love of young Obi Wan, like where to the point where Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan is the only Obi Wan in most people's eyes. Like people don't even take Alec Guinness seriously anymore. You know, this this show comes out of a a certain demographic, a, yeah, yeah, of like me like me like meme culture, mm. and that's not a healthy. thing. It's not it's good. Not like, for, it's not yeah. good for Star Wars as a whole. Yeah, and now on top of that. It's assumedly a sequel set after Revenge of the Sith before A New Hope. A New Hope. Um, so, really, we we assume Obi-Wan was on Tatooine that whole time. Oh, uh, oh like, look, I, I have look, no doubt that he's going to have misadventures. Yeah. It's like... But it should be set how, all in Tatooine. Yeah, it's like, how far are they going to push it? Like, is he going to be visiting other planets? You know, is you know there going to be a young Luke? You know what I wouldn't put it past him to do? Mm. Is have him just go throughout space for the whole time. Yeah. And then in the and final episode, back, yeah. go on Tatooine, and then that's when Luke comes into yeah, the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, little Luke. See, I actually think this series would be a good chance to... Not, not like, to do a mini-series. Like, six episodes, Obi-Wan, like... Uh, looking up, looking over Luke 
young Luke kind of thing. And, you know, kind of from the shadows, uh, watching over him, you know? And, like, maybe there's a, he gets in trouble here and there, but really he's lying low, so he can't really do anything. Yeah. You know? He can't make any big moves. He can't, you know, he can't take down any cartels. You know, he can't take down any huts um, because that would draw too much attention. So, like, a good, you know, kind of drama about, you know, him, you know, living in exile and uh, watching over young Luke, that would be interesting. But from what they're saying, it seems to be like a full-blown TV series, which, like we said, it's going to end up like the misadventures of Obi-Wan, you know. No, I just want a grumpy old man in the sun all day. And, you know, because the Clone Wars animated shows and rebels like are technically canon are they they're probably going to do the like are, are they going to do like i mean like i said canon doesn't matter in this this universe anymore in disney's eyes but are they going to do like a darth maul returns thing well, is that did, what it's going to be about they did put uh maul in the end of solo so yeah exactly so if it takes place around the same time and in solo darth maul was the head of some sort of criminal organization organized crime organize you know yeah cartel like yeah that might tie into obi-wan has to like fight him and it's really dumb it, all this stuff is really bad <laughs> and uh last but definitely not least uh, the cassian andor series can you refresh those for us who didn't oh gladly calm because no one fucking knows this guy diego <laughs> diego luna's character in rogue one the roguish Han Solo. Oh, the, the guy who was a bad the guy was a really evil dude at <laughs> yeah, the start who and then murders a guy a and then they turn him into a good guy. Yeah, very good. A non character. Is he just gonna straight up murder people in this yeah, show? Completely cold blooded? Yeah, he he's a complete like nothing character. Why are they making a complete spin off series like prequel? I gotta Google series? this guy. Yeah, exactly. This is how <sighs> I'm so tired. We haven't even got. We haven't even got to the rise. We haven't of even discussed yet. the teaser trailer. Oh God! What's gonna, his name? What's his name? Uh, Cassian Andor. Raf, have you watched the Rise of the Skywalker teaser trailer? I've seen bits of it from memes. Yes, <laughs> just yeah. the memes. Just, just, just the, the memes. Just the animated gifts. Just the memes. Well, you learned nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a weird decision. I have yeah, seen the poster. Yeah. That looks pretty cool, though. Oh yeah. No, so, so first, let's say that. Or let's <laughs> let's let's move on to to the rise of the yeah. rise we'll of Skywalker. We'll back. We'll talk about the yeah. poster first. Yeah, and we'll talk about the poster. So they released uh, the teaser poster first. We used this joke last time when they announced the trailer. Yeah. But it's rise of our blood pressure. Yeah. Exactly. So they released the poster, and it's got like Ray and Kylo fighting. But and Kylo has the high ground. Oh, oh. see, he can't. He has there's no way Ray well, can. Yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about on the other trailer, like, got to bring the mask back because nostalgia. Because member, remember the mask from two. Remember. remember the mask from two movies ago. Um, so they show the poster. Ray and Kylo are fighting, but above them in the sky is the spirit, quote unquote, of and he looks really bad. Yeah, but it's kind of hilarious. You know, we we're talking about like how much does he have to do with the movie? Is he just a red herring? But he's on the poster. You know, like, uh, they, they killed off Snoke so they could bring back the Senate. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, but this is the thing. We talked about this. <sighs> last Jedi alarm. The last Jedi, like, they have, he, they, he had no idea, like, what he was doing. Like, there's no cohesive narrative. Like, there's no... There's One so draft is enough. Yeah. So it's like, Snoke was supposed to be the new bad big guy. bad guy. 
But then, oh, no, we've got to get rid of him. So it's like, well, we don't have him anymore. Can we bring him back? Oh, but he has, he, we don't know who he is. Just bring back Palpy. Sheev, bring him back. Bring back Papa Palpy. Yeah. The Senate, the Senate returns. Like, it, it's, yeah, it's just, it's a disaster. The only way they can make up for this if the, is if they bring back Samuel Jackson. You know, at the end... At well, the end at of, this point, look, I wouldn't be surprised. I, we, we talked about with the first trailer how how what Luke says something like, you know, we're all with you or whatever, you know, you're... You know, and, and like we were, we speculated like at the end of the movie is going to be all the force ghosts from all six, yeah. all nine I, movies. I just want to hear, I'm sick of these motherfucking Sith in my motherfucking <laughs> council. Look, you know what I want? I want at the end of Rise of the Skywalker, I want, I want Luke Skywalker to wake up from a dream and be like, that was weird. It's literally yeah. him rising out of bed. That, He's like, wow, that was a weird dream. That would be the best, <laughs> the best option. Literally, that's what the title means. <laughs> So I guess we should talk about the. the so new, obviously, Razor Skywalker, new right? Razor Skywalker. We don't know uh, who. Who fucking? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> I'm gonna, poor Raph sitting there, like, what have I got myself into? Oh man, <laughs> these neck beards arguing. It's, it's it's gonna be it's gonna get worse. So the trailer, the trailer, the new trailer starts off with a retrospective of all the original movies it. and the the prequel movies. Like leave the, leave them out of the new. It feels like yeah. it's either in bad it's, faith. Yeah, it's definitely a Disney like member, you know, like uh, connect, you know, connecting to the old style, which is all the, these new movies are just like like we always say, nostalgia jerking. They're not good movies in their own right. It, they're just connecting it to the old movies, which people like. I mean, they did the same thing with the Mar- the Endgame trailer where they showed you all the uh, previous yeah. Marvel movies. But those movies were a cohesive... Uh, yeah, they're all the same. Yeah. This was the ending to the arc of 10 years of storytelling kind of thing. Like, these were the yeah. beloved characters and beloved actors. You know, that was... This is, this is just Disney, like... Remember Star Wars? Remember original Star Wars? Yeah. Remember, remember the prequels? You know, like, that's that. Yeah, yeah. But... Then we see, like, you know, like... Uh, some new footage that we get no information Yeah, like uh, some uh, rebel uh, spaceships coming out of hyperspace. And then we see, like, a fleet of, like, a thousand Star Destroyers. But they're, like, old-school Star Destroyers, like original trilogy Star Destroyers. They're not, like, First Order so, Star Destroyers. Do we, so, do we think this could be one of the um, uh, commanders? What are they called? Lieutenants or are they commanders? What do you mean? The uh the people who ran the Imperial Army and there was a whole bunch of them. Uh, oh well, this is this moths. Is, yeah, could yeah, it be ad- one admirals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, could it be an like, admiral? You yeah, reckon? no, no, no. So the the like ru- Thrawn. Yeah. So so the rumor since, since Force Awakens came out and you know was all J.J. Abrams mystery box bullshit. The rumor's always been that the reason the First Order is so powerful and the reason they have so ma- so much technology and resources is because the Emperor kind of hid, uh, you know, after the death of the Emperor, the the Imperial fleet kind of went away. Like, they hid in a other part of the galaxy, and they piled po- up all their resources, and they turned into the First Order. That would have been interesting if they explored that in The Force Awakens. Yeah. Apparently, in the like, there's a novel which explores part of that. And but, they're oh, always badly look, written. Yeah, yeah, I tried um, reading the new Star Wars novels. Yeah. They're no, not good. No, exactly. Now Ryan Johnson shit on whatever JJ Abrams was doing, even though JJ Abrams was you know not doing anything particularly good. But now JJ Abrams is coming back and being like, "Well, I have to clean off the shit and see what I can salvage." Um, and it looks like because these are OG Star Destroyers, it looks like 
and you know Palpatine's in the movie, it looks like maybe after Palpatine's death, you know, like he had a contingency plan of like hiding away all these resources Clone and tanks. technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this looks like a, that's what might be happening. Um, Please let it be Admiral Thrawn. At the, but is this? We'll talk about this a lot. It's the last movie in the trilogy. Yeah. You can't introduce the new villain. They need Why something to set up the next trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> well, Thrawn's technically canon again yeah. because he was so good that they yeah. were like, uh, and they got was it? Is it Timothy Zahn? Is that his name? The guy who wrote? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like they got him in to write new Thrawn books based in the new canon after they got rid of all the old canon or uh, all, all the old expanded universe. But anyway. We see another like a uh, planet being destroyed by a big laser. Oh, how original! Yeah, another another planet killer. Oh, wow, so exciting! Then we see three see three PO get up, but he's got red eyes. Oh, well, that's different, isn't yeah, it? Oh. People are calling him Creepio. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like who, who the fuck is like what is it? what are they doing? Everything they do is dumb. Nothing they do is everything is stupid. Um, also, remember when the poster came out and we saw 3PO carrying the bowcaster? Yeah. And we were like, really? Really? And and then we saw the first trailer and he was like riding the uh, the skiff thing in the yeah, desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like holding on. I'm like, oh my God, they're really going to do it. They're really going to... Someone's going to throw him a gun and he's going to have to use it. Now he's got red eyes. I'm like... That's kill mode, James. Yeah. It's like, are they going <laughs> to... like? You know how you know how we talked about the last Jedi was like space balls, like it was basically yeah. just a parody of itself at, at yeah. that point. I feel like are they gonna do like, yeah, like someone like flicks a switch on him or reprograms him, or is he gonna get possessed by Palpatine? Like, like I said, everything they do is dumb. Palpatine's ghost takes over C three PO. Th- that's what people are speculating. We'll talk <laughs> about Palpatine's ghost because oh my god, so much. So. Ray is. We see a shot of uh, Leia in the jungle, which is like reused footage, like deleted footage from the previous movies that they reused for this movie, reappropriated, I guess. Um, and we see Ray training in the jungle, and she does that thing you can do in the Star Wars video games, where you throw your lightsaber and it spins and it comes back to you like a boomerang, yep. and you catch it, which is cool. You know, cool in the video games, but you know, at this point, who the fuck cares? <laughs> Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a shame you know, there's not a real like, character throwing the yeah, lightsaber. Yeah, exactly. It's just like blank slate lady throwing a <laughs> yes. lightsaber, doing the move from the old video games. Um, then we see Kylo and Rey fighting on what looks like the wreckage of the second Death Star. Like there's in the middle of the ocean and there's waves and stuff. It's like all dumb. Like this is really dumb. Couldn't care less. We talked about like she's already beat him twice. Who the fuck cares? There's no main villain. It's yeah. like each film, there is a com- basically a complete victory. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, who cares at this point? Like, this like fight holds there, no there, weight. There'll be a universe reset at the end of this film as exactly. well. Exactly, yeah. This movie won't mean anything. This whole trilogy didn't mean anything. And what does a victory mean? Leicester says she wins. It's like, well, they're all all your yeah. friends are dead. Exactly. And There's no Jedis left. Yeah. Oh well, we'll see what happens at the end. I mean, end don't of remember movie, all right? the all oh, the yeah, kids. Yeah, all the kids. Apparently, yeah. Master, yeah, yeah, remember, apparently anyone in the universe now is just without a Jedi training master. Through, it's yeah. just like So then, then we see. I forgot about the last gonna, Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! You right. You reminded me about cats. I reminded about <laughs> revenge. <laughs> all right, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take a little mini break here. I'm gonna take a breath. I'm gonna take a drink because this is gonna be stressful. Okay. Uh, D- don't spoil it because uh, don't spoil anything okay, uh, okay. this is going to be bad alright you ready 
Raf, hold on to your butt. Then we see Ray in a black hood with like, she's very gaunt and like dark eyes, yep. very pale. What does that mean, James? Sith. Really? Ray? Dark I thought Ray. she was the, no, I no, thought she was the good guy. Her, they're calling her Dark Ray. All I right, thought so, she was a good but, guy though. All right, wait, wait, wait. This is, not... is this subverting my expectations? <laughs> no, that's a different director. J.J. <laughs> um, Abrams gives you what you want. Um, <laughs> so, not only, in addition to that, she's holding... So, this, this is what's so dumb. It's a double-edged lightsaber. She flicks. But, it, but it's... It's like lightsaber it's like two. It's like two facing the same way. Which is kind of cool in a way, and then but but Double the it doesn't make power. sense. But doesn't make you'd have to hold one. It's and like not, a fork. It's dumb. You're holding it in the middle. So everything like, in this movie is dumb. dumb. This whole trilogy is dumb. All right, so but then, it then folds, she flicks yeah, it. It flicks out like a switchblade. Like flicks folds back out, but it's red. It's a red lightsaber. I can't <gasps> believe they're making her evil. How could they do oh, that? Oh no! Blank slate, ladies. Actually, a, blank slate, bad guy. A, lightsaber nunchucks. Yeah. Cool or not cool. Uh, not cool. Not cool. I don't know, man. They're pretty cool. No. Mm. B, it's obviously a, a dream. Yeah. yeah. So it's most likely just a f- like dark force vision that she has and means nothing. But, you know, all the theories that she's a clone of Palpatine, that she's Darth Maul's daughter, you uh. know, this, that, the other. Who the fuck cares? It's the last movie in the fucking trilogy and they're introducing this shit now. So, no, no, no. There's no backstory for this character at yeah. all. No. And now, yeah, like, you know J.J. Abrams is going to do some shit of, like, here's her real parents, here's, here's how she's connected to Luke. Obviously, how- it's Luke. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's, like, fu- like, it's so bad. I don't care about Star Wars, but if they make her Luke Skywalker's daughter, I'll be so pissed off. At, Only like, because... Then why is it called no, no, The Rise no, no, of Skywalker, no, man? Because no. Kylo Ren is a Skywalker, hello. Anyway. Anyway, what, are they going to do, redeem him? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Fuck off. Like, no, it's so put, bad. Put it this way, right? Look at it this way. <laughs> yeah. She meets Luke Skywalker. Yeah. He trains her after a fashion. Mm. He has no idea who she is. Do you think he's got some type of amnesia? Oh, I got a lady pregnant but that, but and then I you, dumped you're, my you're, daughter. You're acting, a- you're acting like these movies make any sense or, or no, but were how made are you, with a plan. How mind. are they going to make her a Skywalker? Oh, they could have been. Oh, that, what are they, it's Jake Skywalker's daughter. It's Luke been, Skywalker's no, cousin. He, no, he, keep in mind that The Last Jedi shat on everything. Yeah. JJ could have had this plan from the beginning, right at the end yeah. of but The th- Force Awakens, they meet, we, and they, they have a really long, awkward look. Yeah. No, we, but we, my point is, that's not canon, Nathan. No, but like, see, how like, what, the like, canon doesn't mean anything. No, I know, but you can't be like, oh, by the way, I'm also Luke Skywalker's daughter because but reasons. You, you're thinking of it logically like a good writer would. I guess they would, might but, be cloning you, her. We talked about this before the show started, about how JJ Abrams... Apparently, it didn't seem like it. Apparently, had a plan. Yeah, no, he didn't. He's full of shit. Yeah, no, he's full of shit. It was mystery box bullshit. Like he's just jerking off. Then Ryan Johnson comes in, throws everything at the window. Then JJ Abrams comes yeah, back, yeah, yeah. and he's like, "Well, I have to kind of salvage this. I've still got some ideas that can work. I've even after Last Jedi, like I'll see what I can do." I'm he's guessing a- they might make her a clone of Luke yeah, Skywalker. Yeah, that, that's that's or the- Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, Maybe she's probably, Anakin yeah. Skywalker's clone. So like. J.J. Abrams has said, like, I, you know, I came back and, you know, it's the last movie in the trilogy. He's like, fuck it. I'm just going to do whatever I want. Like, he's on, he's on, he's quoted as saying, like, fuck it. I'll do what I want. So, yeah, honestly, last year, like, none of these movies make any sense. None of them connect. None of them are cohesive in any way. And so he he can just be like, well, Last Jedi didn't mean anything because yeah. it didn't really. If you watch it, it no, you can, you the can, Force Awakens. Yeah, like, uh, honestly, you can probably. 
after this new movie comes out, we'll see. But you can probably watch Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker back to back without missing anything except for Luke's death. You know, in in ten years, you know, in ten years, like no, nothing happens in that movie. In ten years, you'll be able to watch Return of the Jedi and then skip this whole trilogy and just go on to the next one. Well, we'll see what they do in the next one. <laughs> well, look, I'm glad it's um, the last of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Let them stop their suffering already. Yeah. Just let them, let just them let die. What, what, like, when, when I saw this, when, when Rey was, you know, when I saw this bit in the trailer where Rey f- unfolds her lightsaber and the red lightsaber and she's got the dark cloak, I'm just, I just went, I was just like, throw it all in the bin. Just yeah. get rid of it. Every all of this is trash. Like, get rid of it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't exist. The it wasn't pr- even the thing for, is it wasn't for, even a good trailer because it doesn't tell yeah, us anything. But I mean, that doesn't matter. Like, it. I'm there's not, no story. Like, there's, what are yeah, they gonna- I'm not hyped about anything because the past two movies haven't given me anything to be hyped about, and we know after this movie finishes. Nothing will have changed. No, that's we're right. a little bit like an echo chamber in here. Um, what do you think, Raf? <laughs> about the trailer? Yeah, about the new Star Wars. The state of the Star well, Wars. Ra- we should. We'll give context. Raf is not a hardcore Star Wars fan as as much as we are. But g- tell us what happened when you saw the Last Jedi. That didn't make any sense. That whole casino plan. I have no idea what was going on there. See, Benicio del Toro's character is completely wasted on nothing. <laughs> See. This like is rubbish. Because you were thinking like in a logical like way. Whereas the writers, Ryan Johnson was just like He did no no listen, he's not a writer, right? He did one draft. No, he is a writer, but when Star Wars came around he forgot, apparently. Like because everything he did previous to this well, was. I think great. he needs to go back to uni. Well maybe, yeah. <laughs> or we should maybe call up whichever film school he went to and be like, What like why did, did you let pass? this guy graduate? No, see but Br- see, Brick is amazing. Yeah. Brothers Bloom, pretty good. Looper, Looper, amazing. Last Jedi, one of the worst films ever made in the history of cinema. <laughs> no, no, Raph, for context, he wrote one draft of the screenplay, and that's what they filmed. Yeah. So there was no oversight. He wrote one draft, and, and Kathleen yeah, Kennedy gave his no, first draft complete yeah, approval. There was also no, apparently no oversight made into connecting it back to The Force yeah. Awakens, and no consideration as to what will happen in the next movie. Yeah. So it was just like him just going like, I can do what I want. It's fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Completely ruined like Luke Skywalker's character at all. Yeah. It just made him a depressed mess. Yeah. Instead of actually mean just actually doing something. They, no they context sh- whatsoever. Yeah, they shat on his character without context. That's a good way of putting it. Just for the sake of it. Just because Ryan Johnson thought he was smarter Well, than it's like we the... said on the review. It's like, you think the Jedi are good? Think again. The exactly. Jedi suck. Yeah, exactly. We should also say that, like, at the end of the trailer, like, you, you hear Palpatine's dialogue and you hear Vader breathing. Whatever the fuck that means. We don't know enough at the moment. Not that we, you know. <sighs> yeah, but it's just the whole thing's such a huge joke. Like, it's so, so dumb. And even if you like these movies, that's fine. But you've got to admit, at a certain point, you've got to admit. Like, they don't know what they're doing, and everything they're doing is silly. I'm glad that there are some people out there who legitimately enjoy the new Star Wars movies. I think that's good, because at least someone's enjoying them. But I think that people need to be honest. You need to to be intellectually honest when you watch these films. Yeah. Right? You need to say, well, from an objective point of view, these characters haven't been thought out. Yeah, Yeah, it looks pretty. It looks pretty. People enjoy them. Right? I'm not going to deny that. They make a lot of money. People fucking love these films. Yeah. But there are inherent flaws in the structure of these movies. Mm. Yeah, at a certain point, you just got to look at it and be like, how are these movies made? Without, without the Star Wars, without the, 
the um, yeah, the, the history the, without the nostalgia. How are these movies put together? How are they written? How are they directed? How are they acted? How are the special effects? And, you know, like the prequels, they're objectively bad. But uh, like, and I, I don't think... I want to say I don't know if they'll age as well as the prequels in terms of common consensus. That's actually a good point because, you know, we were just talking about the meme, you know, the yeah. meme culture. And I'm like, there are, pre- there are uh, sequel memes... But, but not, th- it's not to the same. and But that's also because the prequels came out 15, 20 years ago. And, and they were cheesy, bad comedy. Yeah. Uh, and, so and, it was more slapstick aspect. Yeah. Of and also people growing up at that time who watched it, who are now old enough to, you know, make memes and, and, you know, kind of look back on it. It'll be interesting to see people growing up now with the sequels. Will they look back on it the same way? Probably not because it's a different culture mm. you know the internet's the internet wasn't really a big thing when phantom menace came out yeah but say know? what you will about the prequels at least they connected to each other yeah like that's the thing is like at the end of the day the prequels are objectively terrible and i i deny their existence but it's like they kind they kind of like they told they, a narrative there was yeah there was a narrative like george lucas sort of tried like they, they what? Yeah. Like he didn't know what he was gonna do. They're a consistent trilogy. Yeah, like he didn't. Like he was making it up as he went along, and they don't really connect to each other, and they don't really connect to the original movies. But I guess it kind of works out. Like it kind of goes where it's supposed to go. Whereas this is like not like this it's kind just of shooting in the dark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the way my dad put it, it was like I was watching the trailer and I was just like flipping my shit. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Like what a joke. Just throw it all in the bin. And my dad comes in, he's like, you know what? It's like giving a billion dollar business to the alcoholic son who blows it in a year. Yeah. Like, it's just like, Disney's just like, we have all the money in the world. How can we ruin this? And the alcoholic <laughs> son is Kathleen Kennedy? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> like, it's just, there's no, there's no passion or, or oversight or... They just want something flashy and immediate. Yeah, exactly. And, they know it's and gonna based make, in nostalgia. They know it's going to make a billion dollars. So oh, yeah. Why try? No. This, you know, when, they, when Last Jedi came out and it didn't perf- it, it made bank, but it didn't perform as well as, you know, maybe they wanted it to. But this one, even, even with the bad faith that Last Jedi brought about, this one will make huge, huge money. It's the last, the last of the just, trilogy. Yeah, and people just out of curiosity will show. I mean, we're going to see it. We're not gonna, day one. Not day one. We're going to see it the Monday yeah, before the review. Exactly, yeah. We'll, we'll see, we'll begrudgingly. <laughs> I'm also, also going to try and save up my cinema points so I don't oh, have to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We, we've got a plan there so we don't have to pay because we, we don't want to support this movie. Um, but yeah, like, God damn. God damn. Like, what a joke. Like... I, like you know, you know, we always say like uh, you know people joke, and we agree. No one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. But I'd argue we have more reason than any fan base in the world to be angry. I was explaining to our mutual friend Alan mm. uh, the other day that people Star Wars fans have been hating Star Wars since before the prequels came out. There's a misconception that Star Wars hate only happened. Uh, with the with the prequels and how poorly they were received, yeah. but it's like people were hating on George Lucas long before when he was like altering the masters. Yeah, allegedly. The, the 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 special editions were the the down like the start of yeah. the downfall, but the prequels were where it was just like a write off. Like that's yeah. it. Like, and then but then after the prequels were kind of like building up faith again, you know. And I was like maybe enough times passed maybe, and then Force Awakens came out and people were. Loving it because it was a nostalgia jerk off, but in reality, it was the f- 
the second downfall. You thought you hit rock bottom with the prequels. Oh no, Disney showed us you can go deeper. One you can f- go darker. You can go worse. Fa- one of my favorite Star Wars based comedies, role models, uh, not role models, um, fanboys. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the last scene of the movie is when they're yeah. they're at the premiere night of the Phantom Menace, yeah. and one of the characters goes, "What if it's bad?" Yeah, and then it ends right, it and ends. because we know, yeah, it was bad. And it came, <laughs> but we that was that came out what two thousand eight, two thousand nine, something you know? like that. Like we didn't know that it could get worse. It could, it could, and not only worse, but it could be dragged out for a hundred years because Disney will just keep these things going. Imagine having to watch. The Phantom. Imagine having to watch Attack of the Clones every year for a hundred years. That's pretty much what Disney's doing. <laughs> like just every year, you got a shitty Star Wars movie. Going. <laughs> and it's like how can like like be- beating a dead horse? I guess is the best analogy. Beating a but, dead banter. Yeah, but it's like it's so much darker than that. Like it's like it's so much more than beating a dead horse. I mean, eventually we'll get a good movie out of it. Maybe. We'll just see. The, oh, just odds, mathematically. There was that bit in the Mandalorian trailer where he, like, uh, shoots the harpoon at the guy and pulls him in the door and then the door uh, closes on him, you know? So that that's the level of violence we'll get from Moon Knight, but... I reckon, I reckon we'll have more luck with the TV shows than we with the movies. Definitely. Uh, definitely. We should move on. Yes. We still have on. a lot to talk about. Staying with Disney... Maybe being the bad guys, maybe not. It's not so clear in this case. Mm. Spider-Man is out of the MCU. Yeah. So I messaged you the other night. I said, my feelings to Disney are so confusing because a lot of their stuff I love. I love the MCU, you know. But a lot of their other stuff is terrible. Yeah. Like Star Wars and whatever, the Disney live action remakes and, you know. So it's like this weird balancing act and like, Spider-Man, you know, Sony bought the rights to uh, make Spider-Man movies. They they ruined it. They uh, drove it into the ground, and then they like gave it back to. They lent it back to MCU. So, uh, I didn't we hate still... Andrew Garfield. Didn't mind him. I thought it was pretty but good. those movies were bad. Anyway, l- let's not talk about that. But they Sony like was doing such a poor job that they were like, look, we'll we'll lend it back, we'll lend the character back to you for the MCU, but we still make all the money, we still own the movie and, rights, and you have to help us make a good Spider-Man movie. Yeah, exactly. You you have to build up the good faith again so we can reap all the benefits. Um, and that worked out. Well, amazingly well. Yeah, obviously, because you know, S- Spider-Man: Homecoming was hugely successful and you know this version of tom this tom holland version of spider-man in the mcu hugely popular very very popular and after these few appearances in the mcu sony and disney had to renegotiate for the movie rights and apparently because i think originally uh disney was only getting five percent of like the opening weekend gross or something and then after that they yeah, that's that's right. Um, so the deal obviously was stacked in Sony's favor because yeah. Marvel wanted the character back. That was the concession they were willing to make. Yeah. Now, when they're renegotiating the deal, I've heard conflicting reports of 70-30 and 50-50. Yeah. Uh, the, from what the, I've read. The one I heard was that they wanted 50. Then I heard they wanted 25. But then I heard that the only reason they wanted 25 is because they said 50 and Sony said no. And so they brought it back down to 25. But who knows? I mean... It's such a shame. Yeah. Because keep in mind, Sony has not been successful with comic book properties in a long time. No. Like we we always say, like we always, you know, say like, just give it back to Kevin Feige because he knows what he's doing. 
Um, it's good for culture. Maybe not yeah, good financially for exactly. Sony. Yeah, like, it's just like... We no, it's good for Sony. It's no, 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 I mean, I mean, no, 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 I mean, releasing so- Spider-Man yeah. from Sony is probably not yeah. good financially. It's just like, we need this version of the character because it's a well-done yeah. interpretation. And it's in the MCU. We, w- we, want all the, we want all the characters back in the MCU so they don't have to pretend like certain characters don't exist or, you know, change things, you know. But, yeah, like... The fact, like, apparently, like, negotiations are still ongoing, I think. I don't think it's a hard no. But for the time being, it looks like Spider-Man will no longer appear in the MCU, even though Tom Holland will continue to play Spider-Man in the Sony movies. Now, this brings up a lot of interesting, confusing legal rights, copyright issues, whatever. I'm assuming MCU now will just have to completely ignore spider-man existing like they'll just never they mention can, I, him they can reference him they probably just can't show him yeah maybe if marvel was optimistic about a future deal then they could probably just reference maybe, him yeah now all the costumes production design all the actors and stuff i guess technically it's all like disney made it but sony would have owned most of it yeah yeah you know what's going to be interesting? Yeah. Seeing all of that great stuff yeah. done Ruined. really poorly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, especially after, like, we joked about this when we talked about Far From Home. So, uh, Far From Home, spoiler alert, at the end when uh, it's revealed to the world that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, and we joked that that was Kevin Feige, like, saying to Sony, like, if you guys don't give us the right backs, you're the ones who have to deal with this bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> and now they have to. So it's going to be interesting to see how they make a sequel to this that has no connection to the MCU, has no, will have no Stark connections. Happy, assumedly, won't be a part yeah, of it. No. Oh no! Oh, I got me. I got rid of my high tech, all my high tech gadgets. Yeah, uh, start again. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, it'll be interesting to see like what his suit looks like if it has any technology at all. Will they? Will it just be different technology and they just won't mention where it's from? You know, um, it's it's going to be a mess, but. Disney should just bust like, it. Yeah, like at least they'll have access to Tom Hardy as Venom. Well, here's the thing: the Sinister Six. We we talked about how I'd rather not have access to any of that shit and <laughs> yeah, just keep it in the exactly, yeah. yeah, I know. Like we talked about, like I, I talked about a while ago how Venom was not not a complete disaster, but it was so mediocre. And one of the reasons it was so mediocre was because it was trying to play it safe. It was trying to be a sort of PG-13 superhero movie, but with a villain. And one of the reasons I think they did that was because if in the future they got Spider-Man back, they could introduce Venom in without any uh, tone, you know, violence issues, you know. Now that seems to be what they can do. Tom Holland and Tom Hardy can fight in the same unit, be in the same universe, Venom and... Spider-Man. They can team up with the X-Men. <laughs> no, no, no. The X-Men no, they are can't because the X-Men are owned by Fox, are, oh. which is now owned by Marvel. Yeah, and even even when this... Yeah, so it, weird. The X-Men was yeah. never owned by Sony. So yeah, my bad. Yeah. Um, so fragmented. Yeah, like, so it's like, on one hand, Disney, Disney owning everything in the universe is a bad thing because everything becomes... Homogen- is homogenous the right yeah. word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, and everything... Monopolized. Exactly. But I just want all the comics to be yeah, owned by one company. Exactly. But on the other hand, it's like the MC, Kevin Feige and the in the MCU, like they know what they're doing. They have a cohesive plan. For all of DC's faults, this is not a problem they have. 
Yeah. Yeah, because it's all under the one roof. The one banner. Yeah. yeah, Warner Brothers. I mean, they can't DC, make a good yeah. movie. Yeah, really, but it's like with exceptions. They, yeah, but it's all but owned it, by the it, same if, people. Yeah, it's like if they want an obscure character or if they want a popular character in one of their mainline movies, they don't have to be like, who do we have to buy the rights back off of or whatever. Yeah. Although there might be some characters who are loaned out, but I don't think any, you know, all the main ones are all, yeah. you know, all, all the all the DC TV shows like Swamp Thing and Doom Patrol and Titans. Rest like, in peace. Will those be. are all, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. But like those are all under, D, like DC owns and controls all that. They're, that's not like a Netflix situation yeah. where it's separate, you know. But yeah, like it's just, it's just a weird kind of shame and and I mean I don't I don't have faith in Sony like Spider Verse was amazing, but that's animated. But yeah, that was animated and that was Lord and Miller's baby. Yeah, and I don't I don't have any faith in in Sony doing a good live action superhero movie. No, well he we, these are historically the people, these are the people responsible for the bad Spider Man movies. Do they do the Fantastic respons- Four movies or was that Fox? That was Fox as well. Okay. That was yeah. a stink up. Yeah. God damn. No. Yeah. So like, they 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 don't know what they're doing. So we'll, maybe because maybe because the MCU set up Tom Holland Spider Man, maybe it might be easier for them to use you know and be like okay be we've nah. already got the framework you it's know gonna what be I mean? shit but yeah <laughs> you know that you know that meme where there's the toddler lying in the room with shit everywhere <laughs> that's it's what just, it's gonna yeah. that's what it's gonna be like they just they have so much energy with all the new Marvel stuff they're just gonna shit everywhere and pass out yeah <laughs> yeah it's just uh, not. Poor Tom Holland. Imagine how he feels. It's, there goes my career. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it's a shame because it was, you know, it, for all the faults Far From Home had, it's like we still wanted to see where where it went on. We still wanted yeah, to see course. Spider-Man in the Avengers, you know? Well, the worst MCU movie is still better than DC. Exactly. And, and like... Um, we'll see. The negotiations aren't Shazam. done yet, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. they might pull out a miracle... Because yeah. at the same time, Disney postures and they're like, you know, we don't need this, but, we don't need this. Yeah. But they secretly but do. But see, so, see, Sony... And is, so does Sony. Sony is, is in a great position now because MCU has built up all the f- good faith again for Spider-Man. Now Sony can just ride on that. Even if they make a really, really bad movie, the fact that it's a Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, people are going to go see it. But then if it is shit... That makes it, Marvel. That puts Marvel in a really great position. Keep in mind, Venom did really well, even though it was a real, it was a bad movie, because mm, people yeah. were just excited to see. It. And the fact that Tom Holland is still going to be playing Spider Man. Also, keep in mind there are a lot of people who don't know any of this is going on, and will just see Spider-Man. Tom Holland as Spider Man and will be like, "Oh yeah, a new MCU movie, a new Marvel movie." Like they'll have no clue. And so a lot of people will just see this movie because they like Spider-Man. Like, there's no... Let's yeah. let's hope cool the heads prevail and they realize they need each other to make really great work. Yeah. Or they can just sell the Spider-Man rights back to Disney for a boatload Never of Never happened. You know why? I saw a statistic that said, the like, the lowest grossing Spider-Man movie yeah. still made $700 million at the box office. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, apparently statistically... Spider-Man is Sony's highest grossing yeah. franchise Spi- of all time. Spider-Man is their moneymaker. Like, they'll never let it go. Um, so, basically, Disney would have to buy Sony to get the rights back. Yeah. And that, I don't think they Which, could legally do that. Probably anyway. not, no. Hey, at this point, like, they're already, there's already questions of mon- monopolizing, you know, too many yeah. corporations. Like, 
at that point, it's just like, well, they're going to take over the world. And yeah, but we'll see what happens. Move on. Yeah. Move on. Oh, boy. This is a big one. This is this is one that we didn't see coming, really. Not in this way. No. So, Matrix 4 has been officially announced. With our boy back. With, and our lady. With Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss officially back. Yeah, just and Lana Wachowski writing, directing. Weird. But yeah. no Lily. No Lily, which... Makes sense, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. I, I mean... Apparently, she hasn't been seen in public yeah, for I think, a while. I think maybe I she's a very private person. I don't know how to... Is this the correct term? She's still transitioning? Yes, that's... Yeah. Is that like... That's yeah. the... You know, so that I don't know if that's why. Maybe she's retired. I don't know. Um, but yeah, she hasn't at least, been seen at least for one, a while. At least one's involved. Yeah. I mean, the, but, but the fact that she doesn't get a writing credit at a very... Oh, no, it's... Oh, it's she, I'm sure she'll be involved uh, yeah. tangentially. Uh, like, still, we still don't know a lot. Yeah. But like... Because we talked about this... A few few months back, I think, where yeah. my, like there's always been since the last Matrix movie came out, there's always been rumors that they're going to do another one. The latest rumors a few months back were Michael B. Jordan was going to be in a, like a reboot or like a you know a soft yeah. soft yeah, reboot yeah, yeah. like a sequel. But the fact that Keanu Reeves is returning doesn't Carrie mean he's Ann the main Moss character. Returning, well. Because what happens at the end of the last one? Spoiler, yeah. Spoilers for the Matrix, obviously. <laughs> Matrix Revolution. So, um, he, go, so he, he, he goes to the machines. Ca- yeah, Car- uh, uh, Trinity dies in the real world. And then Neo goes to the, the, the machines and he says, like, I'll defeat, I'll defeat Smith in the Matrix if you leave Zion alone, if you stop attacking. And so they agree and he plugs in and he... Destroys all the Smith clones, but in the process, he dies. And they so take both, his body, yeah. the machines take his corpse yeah. or something? so both those characters who are confirmed to return are, have died. Now, this is the Matrix, so you can say, well, they, it's just they reboot the Matrix and, and they... they uh, Data was recovered. Yeah, so all those uh, all the pods of human, you know, the babies yeah, but, born in the Matrix, maybe they just have the same DNA on file and they just... Maybe they're clones, oh, they just re, remake them or whatever, but... but in you know in the sequels they say that this is the this is one like the, there's different versions of the matrix they re- each time's a little yeah. different yeah. yeah it's like the first the first version was a utopia but people the mind rejected it so they had to re uh, reinvent it reprogram more it. yeah more as a realistic version and each version and each 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 version of the matrix has a one you know uh, has a messiah who breaks people out of it so this might just be another cycle of the next version of the matrix and so this this version of neo and trinity might not be the same we see in the original trilogy it might be new versions An alternate version yeah so that's interesting but if neo but, is mecha jesus yeah i also want to i want I, the movie could be interesting as a, a search for neo well that's that's what i was going to say is it would be much more interesting if they pulled Let's let's say pull to Logan because Logan's the best example. Is do a sort of uh, like a more personal, paired back kind of uh, like instead of like we're going to reboot the Matrix with a new one. It's kind of like this is actually no the same one, but it's like he returns from the dead, whatever. Because it's like the only problem with having Keanu and Carrie Moss back is if they're basically like yeah 
if they're re- somehow resurrected. We want to see cool. Or... We want to see Keanu do cool shit on screen. Oh no, yeah, yeah, definitely. So the, it's like I don't want yeah. to see a, a depowered, pretty no, no, much no, no, helpless I'm, Keanu. Yeah, I'm not talking. Ma- Logan wasn't a good example, but I'm talking no, but you know about what like, I mean? like, like a it, gritty kind yeah. of like, yeah, like like you were saying, a search for near. Like we talked about this as well a while back, where the the online Matrix Online game, the kind of lore and story behind that was that Morpheus like separated from Zion and started like a terrorist group. Because he didn't trust the truce. He didn't trust yeah. that the machines would honor the truce. And he wanted Neo's body back from the machines. He's like, why aren't you giving... You're, you guys are doing funny buggers. Why aren't you giving our Neo's body back to us? I don't believe you'll keep the truce. I believe you'll attack again. So yeah. he split off from Zion and created a terrorist group and was acting in the shadows. Which is really interesting, I think. I would be interested to see something more like that. Where it's like maybe yeah the search for Neo, the one you know he's the one maybe he's not dead you know well yada yada yada. The weirdest thing is, so far Lawrence Fishburne hasn't been announced to return well, as Morpheus. I heard somewhere they're going which, for younger Morpheus. Which so here's here's my problem. <laughs> Morpheus Morpheus didn't die in the original movies, whereas the two characters returning did die. It's the younger so Morpheus with older yeah, so, uh, primary exactly. cars. So if they're going to do, like we were saying, if they're going to do that rebooted version of the Matrix where Trinity and Neo are the next version of themselves, but Morpheus... I Unless they de-age them. So, I mean, but then there's like in... It's such a complicated thing because in Matrix Re... Revolu- in the third one, Revolutions, when, when uh, the actress who played the Oracle passed away between the second and third movie... They just made some bullshit excuse of like, well, they rebooted her code and they made her look a bit different. And now she's a bit different when the, the new uh, actress played her. So the, if Lawrence, see, but Lawrence Fishburne, if he doesn't return and he's played by a younger actor or whatever, they could he, just yeah, but say, he's not, he's not a but, program. But he's, he's not a program, exactly. Um, so that doesn't make sense. Maybe he will return. But he's, just, he's just after more money. Lawrence Fishburne. I think we talked about this as well. Lawrence Fishburne is a fan of... Like, he's a nerd. He's a sci-fi fan. He loves The Matrix. He loves the lore behind it. I can't see why he wouldn't be interested in returning. So, like, if they don't get him on board, that'll be the most troubling thing. Yeah, like... uh, Because I can't see the movie without him. He's he's always been my favourite character, Matrix. He's the best character in The Matrix. And, like... Like we were saying, like having a search for Neo movie with Morpheus creating a terrorist group and going off doing his own thing would be way, way more interesting than just doing like, we're going to reboot it and, and yeah, more fighting. I, and, I wonder, I mean, we need more information, yeah. like everything we talk also, about. Also, like at the end of the last movie, I'm pretty sure they, they agree to let out people, people who want to be let out, but other people who want to stay in can stay in the Matrix. So the Matrix is still active. Yeah. But it's like, again, like, and also we, we also then have to discuss of how the second and third Matrix movies aren't that great. No. I really like them. I watch them when I watch the, when I watch the, when I watch the first one, I usually watch the second and third one. Like I don't, I don't ignore their existence like I do with a lot of other sequels, but they're, they're not that great. There's a quality drop. Yeah. yeah, They, they get a bit too far up their own ass. Yeah, they and, do. And, you know, they, they kind of lose what was special about the original. So doing a sequel, it's like, yeah, technically you have to take in the sequels into consideration, into canon, but also, like, it'd be good to sort of go back to what made the first I mean, movie pun, so good. pun not intended, Yeah, they could do a reboot. 
Like I well, mean, like, yeah. like ignore ignore the ignore um the Matrix Reloaded. Certainly, yeah. Well, that you know what I mean. That's, like, hopefully like, that's the name of the movie, The Matrix Rebooted. Yeah. Like if they just had like the the only one that's canon officially. Yeah. And, and this is not true because it's called The Matrix Four, right? Yeah. So. It, well, well that's, 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 that's just the announcement yeah. title so that, that people don't get confused as to what yeah, Matrix it is. But like, I think it would be good if it was like Matrix 1 and then whatever they're doing now. And then yeah. I guess you could have Reloaded and Revolutions just I mean, like, I, I don't, like it's, I don't think it's going to be like a Halloween 2018 situation where they're like, we're going to ignore all the movies except for the first one. You know, I don't think they're going to do that, especially with Lana Wachowski returning. But yeah, like I, I feel like that would be interesting... But also, you could do that, but also be like, this is also the next version of The Matrix, you know? Yeah. So it's like, we're ignoring what happened, but the last the last events of the movies you saw did happen. Yeah, just but, in a previous version. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, who knows? I don't know. Th- it's interesting. Rumor mill, of course. Yeah. Um, a conceptual designer on the original Matrix trilogy said that most of the original cast will return. Yeah, I can't, I can't see Lawrence Fishman not returning. I mean, hopefully they're just holding out and not announcing it yet, but mm. how could they have a... I don't. I just don't understand. Yeah, no, Keep that, in mind, this was just a preliminary, a yeah, preliminary announcement. The fact so. that it got officially announced at all, and the fact that these cast and crew are returning, like that's that's a pretty surprise. That's a pretty big surprise. I didn't see it coming. Yeah, like I thought if they were going to do it, they were going to do like the Michael B. Jordan reboot yeah. version, you know. But see, Michael B. Jordan could still be in it as the new main character, or he's playing Morpheus. <laughs> yeah, young Morpheus. <laughs> you know, like so. I mean, who knows? He might not be the one, but he could be the two. Maybe, like, we see, we <laughs> what we, like? <laughs> we we don't. We also do we do we know if if each version of the Matrix has the one? Is Neo always the one? No, or a different people. I'm the one is always different. the same. The one is always the same person, but it okay. doesn't necessarily have to look like Keanu Reeves. Okay, yeah. Because they they could do like a like they could do like Isn't Michael some, B Jordan. Is there some stuff like that in the Animatrix? Uh, yeah, I think so. No, wasn't there someone who believes Neo wasn't actually the one in the Animatrix? Well, I, I, in the movie, because Morpheus is always the Morpheus is always the person who believed in the one. Like yeah. everyone else thought it was like a myth or whatever. Um, and then when he found Neo, he was like, "You're the one." Like I know it. I know it. I've been searching for Feel years. Feel it in my bones. Yeah, I, I've been searching for so long. Like this, is, I know this. I know for sure it's you. You can feel it in the metal on the back of his neck. Yeah, but everyone else was kind of like, uh, I don't know, skeptical. Even the Oracle was like, yeah. "Sorry, kid, you're not the one." And then when the when Neo tried to tell Morpheus, he's like, "Don't tell me. Whatever you heard was for your ears only." Then at the end of the movie, when he dies and is resurrected, then he becomes the one. Like he he wasn't the one. He had to Jesus like resurrect before he became the one, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, like there's an interesting mythology which they can play on in the fourth movie of like, yeah, like was I mean, was he the one? Like, did he uh, did he have to go through that resurrection? But see, he's already been resurrected. So if he if they resurrect him again because he died, is that you know, what does oh, yeah, that mean? I think we need to ask Lana. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, this is the thing. It's kind of like sometimes the people who create these great worlds aren't the best ones to continue them. Yeah. Like George Lucas is the last person I would ask to make a new Star Wars movie, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, 
I think Nolan should be given a shot at a Matrix movie. Maybe. No, I don't know. Close I mean, action-wise, yeah. Also, uh, that actually brings me to to the the next point. Technology ha- and and movies have changed so much since it's the gonna Matrix be CGI came out. Shit first. Exactly. So if you actually watch the first Matrix movie, even though there's a lot of CGI and it's you know 1999 CGI, it's pretty good. But most of it's practical. Yeah. And the stunts and the fighting and the wire work, like that's why it's that's why it holds up. The sequels. They started to get a bit cartoony. Too much CGI, too much flubber, you know. The guys with the hair. Yeah, like uh, fly, like Neo flying where he's like clearly just a CGI flibby flobby man and, you know. Although they got um, a good cinematographer on board now. Yeah, I heard that as well. Um, but I'm sure he'll cinematog the uh, CGI really nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't do a lot of cinematography when there's a screen screen. So. Um, but like, you know what I mean? Like at this point, they're probably just going to be like full, and I hope that they. I hope they kind of go the opposite. Yeah, and they're like just I hope, full practice. I hope they realize that that like you a can't... low action. I want a low action movie. I almost want a mystery no, film, like or like a detective movie. Like I want the action. Like see, this is also the some gunfights. This, this is the other thing. Like you know, the the Matrix has always been see like, gun fu. Yeah, yeah, the the first Matrix movie. The reason it it it's so good is because it has that balance of like. There's the real world, but then there's this artificial world where you can, everything's heightened. You know, yeah. there's, there's kung fu and gunfights and crazy jumping off the walls and car chases and stuff. And and th- then the sequels go more and more crazy into the cartoonish, over-the-top stuff in The Matrix. And then in the real world, they kind of beef up all that stuff as well. And it becomes more stuff about that. Now, this fourth movie, they've set up all this stuff in the real world and the Matrix, and it's like, but really, we want to go back to where, where the first movie was, where it was a bit of a balance. Yeah, yeah. And the Matrix, really, when you're in there, yeah, you can do heightened stuff, but it wasn't so crazy over the top. Yeah. I'll compare it to the Terminator movies, where every fan of the Terminator wants to see what the future is like in the Terminator. They want to see a whole movie set in the future world, you know, in the in the post-apocalyptic world with the with the robots, you know, crushing skulls and you know in the in the burnt out husks of buildings and you know. yeah, yeah but really the fun of terminator is the fact that it's set in modern day but robots come back yeah now that's a that's kind of really that's more no, budget budget yeah. constraints and so on but the more you show of the post-apocalyptic robot world the kind of less special it is yeah, the more cgi shit they use it's you know? better when it's mysterious yeah too. and so that's kind of like with the matrix is like the more of the real world or the more of the Matrix they show, just gets less and less, you know, special. And it's like, well, you know, with the sequels, it's like, well, you kind of had to because you had to explore more. But also, like, they went a bit far into, you know, two different places. And so the fourth movie, it's kind of like, maybe you rein it back in again. Yeah, no, I agree with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I just, you know what I don't want to happen? Yeah. I don't want the Matrix style to come back into fashion because that was oh. such a cringy <laughs> part of time when everyone hey, had the jackets and the what, glasses what do you mean back in fashion there's still a whole bunch of neck, neck beards wearing black trench coats <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so awful though you know like i don't want people to wear those shades anymore just stop yeah uh, oh. all right enough i reckon yeah pretty hectic hectic week we recorded two episodes in a row 
Um, thanks, Raf, for coming on. I've enjoyed the discussion. <laughs> have you enjoyed, enjoyed listening have to you? us rant? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that live studio audience. <laughs> yeah. We have one. We have one listener. He's in the studio. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Callum, I think it's your turn. Thank you for listening. Like and share the Tuesday Review Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at Tuesday Review AU. You can follow James on Instagram at Channel Drifter, where he talks about the movies we don't get to talk about. You can find our previous episodes on your favorite podcasting app. If you like video games, check out Alan and Jake's show Sunrise Arcade. If you like automotive discussion, please check out Maddie J's show Car Talk, T-O-R-Q-U-E. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the Tuesday Review on iTunes. Adios, cousins.